Hello everyone, welcome to the start of the trail. This week's article is, I scream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream, a nod to our favorite summer trips, by Ronnie, Jessica, and Molly. With most of us putting off summer vacations in 2020, we are looking forward to safely returning to our travels in 2021. We would like to share some of our favorite places to visit, and a few we are hoping to in the very near future. While not intentional, the three of us did have a couple of the same notable favorites, not just in destinations, but also in the delectable treat known as ice cream. Mmm. Let's pull out our maps and go on a journey together. Wait, do we still have paper maps? Maybe we should say, let's open up our favorite map application on your smartphone. Either way works for us. <laughs> All right, we begin with Ronnie. Oh wait, that's me. Let's let's do that again. We begin with me. Our first trip takes us to DUP, eh? This of course is the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, land of Dupers. What can be a lengthy 3-hour drive for us from Green Bay, Wisconsin, is never too far once you step foot at the cabins, or as my mother-in-law likes to say, camp. This is our home away from home. Our escape into the woods, specifically the Hiawatha National Forest. We have our own little spot on a private lake that is beautiful and peaceful, with no more than a 30-minute drive to many scenic locations. More on those in my section of this week's blog post as I take you on our trip from Green Bay to camp. First, we start off by driving along the Green Bay, the body of water, shoreline for two-thirds of the drive. A beautiful drive with tall trees and periodic views of the water crashing against the beaches. We also have the occasional town to drive through too, which is good for important stops like getting two scoops of Mackinac Island fudge ice cream, aptly named after one of our other favorite destinations, or for a quick break, if you get my drift. We don't go through small towns anymore after the highway construction several years ago diverted around them. I do miss seeing the local shops when traveling, but it is much faster not slowing down to 25 miles per hour in those spots. The first town, and I should kind of say the first towns we travel through, is Marinette, Wisconsin and Menominee, Michigan, or simply Marinette, Menominee. Often called by one name, the two towns are separated by the Menominee River and the Wisconsin-Michigan border. A fun marketing show I watched called Small Business Revolution just recently selected Marinette Menominee as a candidate for their competition. While they were not the final pick, they had a great campaign called Hashtag My Marinette Menominee. Earlier, I mentioned ice cream. We typically stop just short of Marinette at Seguin's House of Cheese for our favorite flavor. And yes, we also get our cheese fix here too. This marks one hour down, two more to go. The other larger town we go through is Escanaba, Michigan. In this area, the Green Bay water turns into Little Bay Dainok. Not to be confused with the Big Bay Dainok, just on the other side of the Peninsula Point Lighthouse. In case you are not aware, these bodies of water do connect to Lake Michigan. If you ever make it through Escanaba, 
don't forget to wave to Ronald on top of McDonald's. Am I the only one that does this? <laughs> Another fun fact, I always make Lynn laugh when I sing my favorite song, Escanaba by Morning, sung to the tune of George Strait's Amarillo by Morning. Escanaba by Morning, Escanaba's on my mind. Yeah, uh, I'm not much of a singer. <laughs> the last third of our trip takes us away from the water. We still continue to curve around the top part of Lake Michigan at this point, but we are a bit more inland. This is especially true once we hit Federal Forest Highway 13, as it is a straight shot north towards Munising, Michigan. Our trip through the Hiawatha Forest is just that, a thick forest of beautiful trees. Our trip last fall, I got some great shots of the leaves turning. Once we reach our destination and turn onto the cabins road, you feel the rush of, we are here. I did mention earlier that we are close to so much, especially on Lake Superior. So what might those destinations be? I provide a short list and links for you in the blog article. Some of those include Pitchard Rocks National Lakeshore, Sand Point Beach, Miner's Castle and Miner's Beach, the Log Slide near Grand Marais, Aw Train Beach, and Riptide Ride. Not a destination, but by far one of our favorite and most fun things to do, with wonderful views of Grand Island, Pitchard Rocks, and the area lighthouses. Oh, plus, there are just too many waterfalls to list. So, I gave you a link to that too that provides every single one of them. Our little slice of heaven with so much to do if we get an itch to scratch. Do you travel to the UP? Where are your favorite places to visit? Hey Jessica, your turn. Where will you take us today? Well, Ronnie, I will fully admit that I have only been to the UP one time to tour a college. One of our goals this summer is to go up to Lake Superior and the Upper Peninsula, so I am certainly making notes. I'm in a nostalgia kick lately, going through childhood photos and reminiscing on fun times. Our extended family was known to camp. We camped a few times, but more often visited family at campsites. My birthday falls right before Memorial Day, which meant I had many birthday celebrations in the campgrounds. Mothy Lake, which is in the Kettle Moraine Forest in the northern unit, was a popular destination for our family in Milwaukee and was a very short drive for us to meet them for the day. Many candles were blown out around the picnic table. I actually came across this gem, which is pictured in the blog post from my 20th birthday. Grandpa was known for making signs and reminding me that I was halfway to 40 was no exception. He later created a frame with that picture. He was thrifty and a carpenter. And in true grandpa form, he had notes and names on the back, which I adore. So our family decided that we wanted to start traveling the country. We have a goal to visit as many national parks as possible. We actually purchased a national parks checklist art piece and it's hanging in our house to hold us accountable. 
Road tripping is certainly more fun than flying when you want to see everything. And aside from what we remember from our childhood, our camping knowledge was limited. So husband and I researched and purchased everything needed for a tenting and a road trip with our then nine, seven, and three-year-old. I've always been a planner, but planning our first road trip made me realize I may be a bit over the top. Preparing for this trip put all my past plannings to shame, and I can sum it up in one word, spreadsheets. After months of planning, we set off on Norwood Road Trip 2019 for 10 days. We started in Minneapolis to celebrate the 4th of July before heading out to Theodore Roosevelt National Park in North Dakota. We loved everything about this park and we're glad it was the first stamp in the boys' National Park's passport. We then clipped the edge of Wyoming to stop at Devil's Tower. Aside from a steady stream of wasps at our campsite, nothing was cooler than Devil's Tower as our backdrop. After one quick night there, we headed to South Dakota to round out our trip. In one day, we visited Devil's Tower, Mount Rushmore, and Crazy Horse. It wasn't our original plan to see all three at once, but seeing the forecast changed our minds. I'm one for a good storm, and this one was fun to watch roll in. By the time we hit our last stop, which was Mount Rushmore, it started to hail. But don't worry, we took cover in a restaurant with ice cream. We made it out all right. Many said we needed five good days in the Black Hills and they were not lying. We spent almost three days and wish we had at least two more. So there's already plans to drive through again on our next road trip west. We were so lucky that this was the only time it rained the entire trip. We booked a one-room cabin at the campground to break up tenting, which translates to we knew we would be sick of setting up and tearing down a tent by this point, so the cabin was needed. Our last stop after the Black Hills was the Badlands, naturally. Talking to several people there, we picked the right year to go. The Badlands were green in July. It's almost unheard of for there to be green that time of year, but it was a rainy summer. Now, I have no previous comparison, but it was gorgeous. We didn't hike much because it was almost 90 degrees that day, and the kids were not into hiking in the heat. So instead, we took the scenic car route, which was equally as wonderful. We followed the Badlands with a day exploring the art-filled city of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, before we headed home. It's a trip we'll always remember. We print photo books annually for the kids and printed one just for this vacation. I find the boys pulling the book off the shelf regularly to, and just sitting and talking about that summer while looking through pictures. So soon the camping gear will come out again, and this year our summer trips will start in May, celebrating our first birthday out of quarantine in over a year. And that birthday is mine. 
It also marks the first time my family will be together in 3D form since December of 2019. I cannot wait to hug my humans and start another summer of road tripping. I could go on about the trips taken as a child and an adult, but I'm equally as excited to talk and plan future trips, spreadsheets and all. Slowly but surely, we will start to cross national parks off of our checklist poster hanging in our house. It's a good reminder every day that there is so much to explore. Hey Molly, I heard you visited a location on the East Coast we're hoping to go to next year. Tell us about your memorable trips. As I pull my sunscreen and the rest of our summer gear out of storage, I always start to think of summer vacations from the past. One of the most memorable summer vacations was my road trip out west. My Aunt Gretch, Uncle Brian, and closest cousin Allie moved out to Utah for a few years because my Uncle Brian's job. Between my sophomore and junior year of college, my mom and my Aunt Marge packed up the van and made the trip from Wisconsin out to Utah. We made several stops along the way, including Mount Rushmore and Independence Rock. If you don't know about Independence Rock, check out my link in the blog post below. On top of it all, I saw my first buffalo in the wild, which are now my second favorite animal. The best part was my family in Utah didn't know that I was coming. They thought it was just my mom and my Aunt Marge to meet up with their sister Gretch for a sister's bonding trip. So when we got lost a few miles from their house in Logan, Utah, my Aunt Gretchen Allie had to drive around to find us. While they were, I was hiding under a blanket laying on the floor in the back of the van. So it was a great surprise when my mom and Aunt Marge were unpacking the van and Allie and Gretch and Brian were helping unpack when I popped up from behind the back seat. While we were there, we went to Yellowstone and saw Old Faithful erupt. Seeing it in person is even more amazing than the photos I saw in school. We also went to the Grand Tetons, Salt Lake City, and Utah State University, where I was able to enjoy a tour of Allie's then college and enjoy the famous Aggie ice cream. While all these things were all wonderful and amazing, the reason this trip is such a standout to me is that it was the last trip I went on with my mom because she passed away a year later. While that is the sad part, the memories we made on this trip are unforgettable. My mom and I shared clothes, bought matching water bottles, took so many pictures, and ended each day relaxing with our family. I'll never forget that amazing trip out west. My family ended up moving back to Wisconsin a few years after our visit, so I'm not sure that I'll ever make a trip back out, but I will cherish every memory and every bit of eggy ice cream we were able to share together. Another amazing summer trip I took was to Maine. My elementary and high school friend Sam and I share a very unique bond. Our moms passed away on the same day, three years apart. So to celebrate our moms, we started our vacation in Rockland, Maine to go to Lobster Fest, the main reason for our trip, as Sam's mom always wanted to go. From Rockland, we made our way to Bar Harbor and ended the trip in Portland. We ate a lot of lobster. If memory serves me right, I'm pretty sure we ate lobster every meal we went out to eat. I also made my first art purchase at A Little Mad in Bar Harbor, ate wild blueberries while we hiked the trails of Arcadia National Park, and learned all about whoopie pies. Mmm. We even made friends with a wonderful couple that we met while enjoying dinner at an old Italian restaurant. 
While these were all amazing experiences, the time I enjoyed the most was riding in the car with Sam, singing show tunes, and the chats we had on the beach. I was at a critical junction in my life at the time. I was fresh out of an eight-year relationship, my job didn't feel like a good fit anymore, and I just needed more out of life. Our heart-to-hearts over lobster dishes and blueberry pie, our daydreaming on the beach, and a few tearful moments were healing for me and inspiring. That summer vacation to Maine was a life-changing trip. I left with a new outlook on life and a bond with an old friend that will always be cherished. Especially because we had to spend the first night in our rental car because we couldn't find a hotel room for 50 miles that had a room available. Or when our Airbnb in Portland was in this super sketchy part of town and the cops patrolling the streets told us to go home and not walk outside at night. Memories I'm sure Sam hasn't forgotten either. These are only two of my favorite summer trips I've been able to take in my short life, and I could talk for hours about the other memorable ones. Like the summer I studied abroad in Scotland and my family flew over and met me in Ireland for a week. Or that time I went to the Women's World Cup in Vancouver, Canada, a trip I dreamed about since I was a little girl. I'm excited to see what other adventures I'm going to go on in the years to come. This summer, my big trip is a four-day camping and kayaking adventure near Munising, Michigan for my best friend's bachelorette party. Ronnie, I think we need to meet up for coffee soon so you can share all your favorite UP must-stops. If you have any Upper Michigan suggestions, leave them in the comments below. We're always open to new ideas and finding new places to explore. Have fun this summer! Molly, for sure. While any topic is great with a cup of coffee, I have plenty to share about the Munising, Michigan area, one of my favorite places to travel. All right, everyone. We hope you enjoyed our stories and selection of travel destinations. It has been fun to reminisce and share our experiences. We know many of you that read and listen to the blog have wonderful places you travel to. Could you share those with us? Comment on the blog post with your spots or jump over to our Facebook page and share there. We appreciate each and every one of you and wish you all safe travels this upcoming summer. If you enjoy our blog post, could you follow us? You can subscribe to our email reminders on the homepage. Also, consider clicking the like on our The Start of the Trail Facebook page for updates and additional stories from Jessica, Molly, and Ronnie. Social links are at the top of the blog page. Take care and be safe, everyone. The Start of the Trail blog is sponsored by Genuine Lynn. From upcycling to custom pieces, find home decor, apparel, accessories, and more by Genuine Lynn on Facebook and at GenuineLynn.com.